Welcome to Real Estate Gold Crushers with Laurie Finkelstein Reader. Get ready to propel your business forward with meaningful tips, insight, and advice from the biggest names in the industry. Let's get to it. Hey everybody, it's Laurie Finkelstein Reader and Sunit and I were saying we might be live right now. <laughs> um, you guys, welcome to Table Talk Live today. Just want to remind everybody who's tuning in that if um, you have any questions, you can throw them in the chat. And if you know, you can always reach us after the show as well. Um, this will be broadcast on Real Estate Gold Crushers, which is our podcast. Uh, you can watch it on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you like podcasts. And um, the one thing I like to remind everybody who is watching, whether it's now or on replay, is that the reason that Table Talk was born was because, and I like to say this all the time, the only reason that I was able to have success in my career was because so many amazing people from here to California and back were willing to jump in and help me. Um, I, this doesn't happen on your own. You have to have lots of coaches, lots of mentors, and honestly, people who are willing to take a minute out of their day to answer all of those questions when you're a newer agent or even experienced and you're looking to possibly grow yourself and grow your business. So without further ado, um, I, uh, with full love, call Sunit, Sunit of Sacramento, um, one of my, who's become a really good friend of mine. We met through our coaching program with John Sheflack and this guy, um, again, look, you guys, I'm 24 years in the business and I reach out to him when I get stuck. Hey, Sneet, just not long ago, we were on a call where you were helping me. So it never ends. We all need help. We all need mentors. So welcome to Table Talk, my friend. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be on with you today. Thanks for reaching out. Oh, you're so awesome. Um, so I, I want to jump in and share with a lot of people that you, you know, you are out of Sacramento and in a short six years of what I call full focus, like you've built this incredible business. And one of the things that really struck me today is when our, uh, when our, you know, thing turned on, our live turned on is your background. <laughs> and um, I said to you, I said, Sunit, and I think this is important for everybody watching. I said, Sunit, I just love your background. And you said, Lori, I love to play guitar and like your passion came through. And I think that a lot of us with real estate is that we do what we do so that we can focus on what our passion is. And I, I got that from you. And yeah. I, someday you're going to have to play guitar for us. Maybe we can do a, do a live with you playing guitar. So <laughs> if, yeah, well, that would be awesome. Right. And guess what? That's what people would want to hear. Um, if you would maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself. I know your, your team, um, just last year, you're in that 700 plus unit range this year, you're hitting it out of the park. Tell us about who you are, um, a little bit about if you would, your journey of where you, what got you, where you are right this minute. Sure. So, um, here in Sacramento, born and raised in Northern California, I went to college up here. My family all still lives lives up here. Um, when I got out of college, I got into mortgage. I think many people did. And Sacramento was a mortgage hubbub. They were just pushing out loan officers here. And I was one of those. And we became successful and lost it all. That was my first taste of real estate. Bought a bunch of houses with stated income loans myself, right? Um, well, you know, tell <laughs> like when I hear like lost it all, like, 
how many people that I have the opportunity to interview who are where you're at now because they lost it all before. So you know what? Failing's not the worst thing. Go ahead. So, um, you know, decided to get out of real estate. I remember calling one of my buddies saying, I'm never doing real estate again. I'm out. <laughs> so I took a break and I like, you know, did some other web-based businesses and healthcare type business. Um, and then that kind of went sideways and I was sitting on my couch. I was like working out twice a day, unemployed, but had some money just, you know, hanging out. I don't know what I was doing, but phase of my life this was, um, playing music and hanging out my farm. Um, and my buddy called me and said, Hey, I'm back in real estate and I made all this money my first year back in. Get off your butt. So I had to retake that test <laughs> to get my oh. license again because I, I let it go. I said, I'm never doing this again. Oh, um, so he said, The party's over. Get up off your rum. Yep. Get off. Okay. Um, and I jumped back in. And honestly, like, you know, I've been sitting around and I was running low on funds. I wanted to have fun and I couldn't, so I had to work. So, you know, quickly my first year back in 2014, I became rookie of the year for like the West Coast for the franchise I was with and um, kept on graduating. And, you know, something with me that's helped me is graduated the rooms I was in and the circle that I was with, right? Which is totally textbook, like self development stuff. But, you know, when I felt like I wasn't growing anymore, I would change the environment, whether that was a brokerage or a coaching organization or a mastermind. Um, so when you that propelled me. OK, I love that. So you basically started over. Yep. And um, obviously you've got that natural grit because rookie of the year, that's not easy. Um, and you knew when the environment that was around you, when you'd hit a ceiling. You knew, and instead of staying comfortable, you got out and looked for somebody and something that would elevate you. Okay, guys, whoever's going to watch this, um, a lot of us, especially agents or people who are growing a business, like we all get comfortable. I've been there like 20 times where I was like, okay, this is great. This is working. I'm comfortable. But then I wasn't growing. Yep. And kudos to you for recognizing that and getting your butt going. I think I was just like such a, a self development and mindset, like junkie at the time, every conference, every mastermind, every Facebook group. And then kind of like what you said, I started reaching out to people like uh, Tristan Ahumada at lab codes. He took me under his wing. I was a random newbie in Sacramento blowing this dude up and he took me under his wing and really, you know, exposed me to a lot. And there's always been like, you know, these people that have helped out my business. Now we have John who's helping us out. So it's been it's been a cool journey for sure. You know, and, and Sadiq, the thing is, it's so interesting to me is that a lot of people are afraid to reach out to like someone like Tristan. Right. This guy's like, you know, he's a pretty big name in real estate. He runs a really big uh, platform called Lab Code Agents. And you reached out because that's what we have to do. And, and that's what I tell people. I love when I get a call or a text message or a DM, whatever. And they're like, Lori, I don't know you. And I don't, I'm just getting my license. Like, what would you give me some advice? You know? And I, I respect that. I, totally. I, right. People shouldn't be afraid because people like yourself, you want to help somebody else. So that's awesome. So you reached out to him and he was mentoring you. I mean, yeah, he was a lab coach helped. And then I got in coaching organizations and masterminds and 
changed brokerages, right? Like I changed brokerages in Sacramento until I didn't find what I liked. And so I made my own with my friends in San Diego, um, you know, saw the other teams and didn't see what I liked. That's what, how in a short amount of time, I mean, I've been a realtor for six or seven years now. Um, in a short amount of time, we've become the number one team in Sacramento, Northern California. Like I, I don't know where it is statewide. That's amazing. Tell me a little bit about um, just your team production over the last couple of years and like, what's the makeup of that, you know, so that maybe we have people who are watching and they're interested in building their teams and just kind of like what that looked like for you. Sure. So, you know, my team was productive at a franchise that you and I may share in common. Right. Um, but I, but I found out that I needed more, flexibility for the team to thrive so um so we went to another brokerage that had an incredible cost but the support was lagging so that's when i said well let's take the team to big block and i'll just own the um own the whole office too so great so i'm i run the um brokerage now and the team so to get back to your um point was the team started out by me bringing on agents who wanted leads and we'd all grind the leads as one. I would make calls on PPC too. It was hard. It was totally hard, right? It was hard. Um, it's still hard. <laughs> you know, This is not an easy career, but boy, is it fulfilling and it really can be wonderful if you're willing to do the work. So, um, and then we just kept on hiring agents as we learned more about leadership and adding platforms Right, hoping to get to a level like you with the concierge and all that. That's something that I just think about every day. Um, You'll and, get there. And the 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 team now is about five ISAs, about ten VAs, um, right under fifty agents. We have uh, an office manager, staff person, a controller. We have an incredible sales manager. Um, we have a listing manager and then two full-time TCs. We try to TC all our own files. It's big in California. I know it's not quite as big out there, but um, it's- No, we, same. Every single file is, is managed by a transaction coordinator. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, curious about that. So are do you hire typically, are they new agents? Are you developing the agents? What What is that like within the team structure? Because I think a lot of people building teams, they don't know who to hire. They don't know if they need experience. You know, what, what does that look like for you guys? So for me, like my answer is going to make you laugh, Lori. I already know. But Everything you say makes me laugh. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, <laughs> the, uh, like our team experience and the whole makeup is super diverse, is I've never seen a more diverse group in any organization. Um, I'll hire a brand new person, but you know, and I'll hire an an experienced person. It really comes down to like, hey, I'm gonna bring you on the team. This is a winner's environment. I love that. I, I love I, that one down I, winner's I, environment. Like you have to work. If there's any question on your commitment right now you're not a good fit right like so, so it's, it's about the human not about the experience yeah because yeah. i've been okay. wrong 
I've been wrong way too many times. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I agree with you. It's really, it's about the person that's fully committing. You can teach real estate, but you yeah. cannot teach grit. You cannot teach grit and hustle. And um, I, and I tell them, I say, look, I give everybody two shots. Your first shot is when you get to join the, the team. The second shot is we can figure that out, but you only get two. I love it. Okay. I think that's fair. That's fair. So um, something that I've really admired about you uh, since I've gotten to know you and, you know, you and I have sat on a lot of masterminds together and I listen intently to things you say is like, you're a really powerful systems guy. And I think for including myself, um, many real estate agents struggle. You know, there's a lot of shiny objects out there. There are a lot of systems yeah. out there. So what would you say, you know, um, what would be like that one or two systems where they're affordable and they're going to drive the business? Because, you know, it's very expensive to run a real estate business at this point in time. Um, and as I said a second ago, and I know you are presented with shiny objects all the time. You know, this system does this, this, this system does that, you know, and we're all looking for those magic buttons that don't magic systems that don't exist. So what would you say would be two, one or two, whatever you want, systems that you feel could really help real estate agents, regardless of where they're at? I think every agent that uses the brokerage, if, if you're not on a team, the brokerage provided CRM needs to stop right now, right? Because um, there's a multitude of reasons, but to get really basic and granular, get yourself a good CRM. Yeah. I use Follow a Boss. Pretty sure you use Follow a Boss. Follow a Boss. Any of the biggest teams in the country use it. It's not the shiniest. It's the most efficient, and I think, and practical. Maybe in basic, right? Like yeah. all those and, things. And so, affordable. And affordable. I mean, yeah. and that's that's a big thing. And and honestly, for those of you who are in who are watching affordability is a struggle when you're brand new and you're trying to afford it to where all of a sudden you have 60, 50 agents and you're trying to afford it because yes. the price continues. Right. But OK, good. So follow up, boss. I think that's a really that's really good advice. Really good I would advice. Say a great, a great CRM. Right. So okay. if a follow up boss, which I love and would. Yes, but there are other options out there, I'm sure, that yes. are terrific. Um, and then, I mean, to get really granular, like you need some way to generate some type of forced registration to get some leads, right? Uh, we're not talking about quality of lead. We're just talking about something needs to be happening. Um, talk you're talking about, make sure you guys are listening to this. Being able to generate leads yourself and not having to buy them from a third party company, really critical. And how do you do that? So, I mean, um, you know, the easiest thing for most people to do is to get something that generates landing pages or generates unique phone numbers that get the information and um, start to put that out there everywhere. Like, yeah. you know, we, we may get a few thousand of the good, good leads a month, the expensive ones, just like you, Lori. But um, mm -hmm. we also get a few thousand of the free ones that just cost man hours, which can be better too, right? It just- um, No, I agree with you. And um, I wanna also share something is that I hear from a lot of agents, they're like, well, 
you know, I'm so far behind. It's going to take me so far to generate that and to build these pages. And I think to myself, you know, if you're in this for the long haul, anything you start today, you're going to see fruit in a year. You're going to see more fruit in two years. And in five years, you are off to the races. And um, last night I was on a mastermind and I, I love being in a space where I'm reminded every single day that our brand is our brand and we need to be focusing on our brand. Right. And I'm, I'm very much about the brand. So um, I'm glad to hear that that's something that you feel uh, is a really important piece of the system. Um, and I don't think building landing pages and having that done is a super duper expense. It, it takes time. But it's um, not, it's not a huge expense. There um, are systems out there too that are that'll do that for you. Is there anything else from a systems perspective that like we can't live without because Sunit of California does it? <laughs> no, I would say that just basics, like get a good get a good CRM with an IDX feed, right? Um, and get something that creates some type of lead capture form or, you know, a unique phone number that does the same. And I mean, we still post to Craigslist every day. I post all I my Craigslist. I every love day. it. Man, that's a blast from the past. I love it. Yes. I mean, if you're in Miami and you post to Craigslist, you just aren't don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> same. Same in Sacramento. Yes. I love it. I love it. By the way, I need to come visit someday. I love California and I've not been to Sacramento. So someday, soon as, uh, you know, soon, soon, I'm coming out to Sacramento. Well, um, if you're going to Tahoe, you, you might have to fly through here. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You're right. You're right. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Um, you guys, what Sunit's talking about, because I know you're like Tahoe. I hear Tahoe. Is that... Um, <laughs> So something that I encourage all of you to do is that Sunit and I are part of a group and we heavily invest in ourselves to further our education so that we can inspire and help others like you build your businesses. Um, so Sunit, with a business that gets to your size, there's always challenges. What would you say, and I know you're going to make me laugh because you always do, <laughs> What what have been or what are some of the unforeseen challenges to get where you are today? Now, I know we could talk about that for two hours yes. uh, or maybe two days, but what would you say have been some of just like the really tough walls you've hit and you just weren't expecting them to get you where you're at? I think that these key staff salary hires are it, right? As somebody I know says, Lori Reader, it's about the people, right? It's so, all about the people, Sunit. So, like these, and that's what causes us the most str strife is this person who's been with us helped you do all this, and they go a little sideways or something happens. Like that, what I feel is the is the big challenge. Always. So, what do they say? Uh, hire slow and fire fast. I think for your key administrative type executive level people, yes, you have to live by that because those key hires, they really like influence culture and processes. It's yeah, that, that's a challenge every week. So, so the biggest challenges are the people, right? So isn't that interesting? It's a parallel. It is. It's all about the people and then the people are the biggest challenge um yeah for sure um i think for all of us and 
I think um, you and I could both agree. And I have a feeling that anybody growing a business right now, if you can look at your expenses for this, is, this is something I'm really passionate about. And I'm, I'm always happy to show it and prove it to anyone. Um, if your biggest expense is not people, you're probably in big trouble, right? If your biggest expense is not people, you know, for, for you to take out that P and L, I don't care if you're making 50,000, a hundred, 200, whatever, whatever your money is. If you're growing a business and the biggest expense you have is not on the people, you're not growing a business, right? So it's, it's critical and it's hard. It's, it's hard. really hard. Um, so I, a, a little something I would share with you is that I think the people piece gets easier when we, as the visionary become more clear, mm. when we're clear and we understand why somebody wants to be within our company, why, who we are, what's our heartbeat, what do we have to offer? Why does the consumer or the agent want to be with us? When we're clear, we hire the right people, right? And then you can be, uh, get the Lori reader problem where I hire every, hi, I used to hire everybody. Cause you know, I love, if you would apply, I would hire you, Cindy, I hire everybody. And, um, boy, that was a big, cause all of a sudden I just had a whole group of friends. <laughs> and so about two years ago, we have like this hard and fast policy. The Lori reader doesn't hire anybody. <laughs> um, but, That's great. It's what happens, you know, um, because really it is a problem when you are me and you hire everybody you like. But yeah, I, I feel I feel your pain. Um, it is not easy, you know. It's just not easy. So, um, what it what is it? What do you look for in your employees? What what's the most important attribute? If I was applying to your company, what would you look for in me that would be non-negotiable? So the first thing we do is really kind of like a culture test right we do a questionnaire we do a question uh, questionnaire i got from oh, my I partner i do that can you send me your questionnaire yes I, I got it from my partners in san diego and i asked them like do you prefer wine shots or beer like you know what are three words that describe yourself um what motivates you who would you rather see live in concert? Guns N' Roses, Beyonce, or Iration or something, right? Um, this is great. It's super fun. And that that's really like a quick cultural fit test. Is that with employees and agents or just employees? Just employees. Okay, this is golden. I wrote it down. I've got it on my list. This is going to be instituted in my business. This is what I'm talking about. You elevate me. I hope everybody's writing this down. This is critical. Okay, so you give them a test. Yeah, and then, um, you know, because of mistakes, we put them through the grinder, four or five interviews. And you know what? You're doing them a favor by doing that. Right? This is, to me, this is a service you're giving to them because you yeah. don't want to hire them and waste their time. No. Nope. You don't want to waste people's time. So you so, do four. To, so they, they take a test. They go through four or five interviews. And what would be, again, like just one thing about me that would be non-negotiable that I would have to have for you to hire me? I don't even know anymore. Do you do the hiring? Yes. It's, oh, such, wow. it's such like. I would I would love to watch that. It's like I really like. Do I just think that they'll be a good cultural fit? Right. Yeah. And 
you know, I want people who are self-starters because you know how it is. You hire a manager, especially in this environment where everyone's working from home. Right. Hey, here's the job. Let me know if you need anything. Right. No. And I know. And I think when you take the, um, when you take the, the posture that this is what I would say to you, if, if I was going to hire you, this is the only thing I did right about hiring. <laughs> I mean, we have a company of amazing people and I would, I don't want to take credit. I feel like Camilla hired most of them. Um, I would totally say, you know, Sydney, if we hire you and we can make your life better, then it's going to be a win. If we hire you to make our lives better, that's probably not going to be a win. And I think employers traditionally hire the reverse right? They're like all about them. What can I get out of this employee? What can they give me? How can they make my business better? But as soon as we like flip the script and we said, okay, Sunit, if I'm going to help you and your family and your life is going to be better because you work with LFR organization, then we're going to do this. It's going to be great. But if I can't make your life better, and there's a lot of people we interviewed, we can't make their lives better. They're not open. They don't, they don't have what it takes. They don't have the culture. And that's where we just, we can't do it. You know, it's um, it's it's not easy, the hiring piece. And I think um, I've spoken with many agents that were single agents and, and are growing teams, and they'll tell me the same pain point. It's the people. You know, and we can't do with them, and we can't do without people. That's just the way yeah. it is. It's, it's the staff, right? It's the yeah. administrative staff. I mean, yes, to some degree with most of the agents too, but the, the agents, I think, will go their own way and be there. Yeah. Regardless of whatever, they're either a producer or not. Right. So, yeah. No, the staff, the staff is the engine. I yes. mean, they're the yeah. engine, you know, and, um, you know, we, we put a lot of, uh, we're really grateful for our staff. It's, it's not easy. And for those of you who are struggling, which is most people when it comes to staffing, <laughs> don't give up, you know, you don't give up. Um, you just keep going and all of a sudden you find when you're clear on who you're looking for, because a lot of people are hiring before they're clear on the avatar. I'm, I'm telling you, people will reach out to me they're like, Lori, I'm really struggling. I'm trying to hire this person, that person. I'm like, OK, you know, tell me what that looks like. Who are you looking for? And they're like, well, I don't know. Just someone who had they don't know. So if you don't know, how are you going to hire the right person? It's true. It's not going to happen. OK, so I have one last question because. I just feel like this is my most important question that I want to get from rock stars like you. I want to know, like in just plain terms, like what advice do you give to an agent who's in real estate today? I say, tell me, talk to everybody, have those conversations nonstop, pick a number, do your numbers backwards and talk to that many people till you get a F word deal. Darn it. <laughs> right. And talk to, people. talk to people. So I'm like a broken record in our company. And they're like, I know nobody hears me anymore, but I'm like <laughs> 20 conversations a day gets you anything you want in real estate. Nothing's changed. Right. I mean, the markets, the market is amazing. It's on fire. And in, in I know in our area, you know, 20 to 50 offers on every property. I mean, the market's hot. Um, and we say to real estate agents, like, what, what do I do? How do I get better? I'm like, are you talking to 20 people a day? And then they'll give me some rigmarole. And I'm like, yep. have you talked to 20 people today? No, I've talked to 10. Okay, then call me after you talk to 20. Yes, have the conversations. 
Okay. So for you, it's just talk to everyone. Is it, are you guys really like on follow-up nurture? Like, is that just your, 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 your lane? Oh yeah. Okay. So just like kind of give me a, for instance, if in, when an agent receives an opportunity, a lead or an appointment, whatever that looks like, cause I know you have ISAs, how many times do they have to contact the, reach out to that consumer day one? Well, it doesn't matter because we're reaching out to them for the consumer, even if they're even if it's not an ISA, right? Like we still have it, we still have it on on a system. And the way that we do it too is like the agent won't get to keep the lead until they've made a couple of attempts. Okay, how many but, is a couple in a day? I mean, first day they probably get like seven, eight automated attempts. Are you guys uh, firing off video text? Um. I'd leave that more to the agent. Okay. We use so, video, yeah. FYI, our pickup rate on video text has skyrocketed, the right? Drip. Because every other agent is sending them a drip campaign. They're texting them. They're calling them. They're emailing them. But boom, we hit them with a video text. Hope you guys heard that video text. But that for me, it's not so much about that initial lead coming in anymore. Okay. It's more about the the nurture from the first appointment okay. i almost don't even pay attention to number of inbound leads anymore yes right. that's so important more, what are they doing after they've met with the client the appointments are easy to get between yep. the portal leads and the connection leads and isas you should Agreed. be able to get your 10 appointments every week right okay. i'm writing this down so 10 appointments every week let the isas and the automation deal with everything that hasn't been an appointment set. Um, but then what happens after that first appointment? That's where I really start to focus. Okay. I love that. And that's really where we need to focus, right? Because you're right. When you have a powerful ISA team, like we're setting appointments. I think I spoke with my director of sales this morning, 400 appointments this month. It's just crazy. It's really what's happening after we've met yeah. with the consumer, especially a consumer that's going through maybe two, three, five offers, six offers, you know, to get a house. I mean, I, I hear real estate agents are offering their firstborn to get a, a contract, accept it. So crazy. Well, Sunit, you know what? You are just, you're just a light and I'm, I'm really grateful and I cannot wait till we see each other again in person. Yes. Um, I, you've really dropped some really good nuggets for us. I know people are going to learn from this and I just thank you, my friend. I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you and the opportunity. And, uh, thank you for putting up with all my messages when I get stuck. <laughs> and please know I'm here for you in any space that you need and I, I'm there to help you. Awesome. Thanks, Lori. All right, my friend. Take it easy. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening to Real Estate Gold Crushers with Lori Finkelstein-Reader. If you have a question for Lori, then reach out to us and leave a message on our Real Estate Gold Crushers Facebook page. Don't forget to hit subscribe too wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review and rate the show. It helps get the word out to more people. And for more great content, follow Laurie Finkelstein-Reader on Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn, and Real Estate Gold Crushers on Facebook.